Welcome to the Green and Growing Podcast with Sarah Nurswick and Hannah Wedger. The mission of Green and Growing Education is to empower agriculture teachers to find fulfillment through connection and community that will really cultivate confidence. Get hyped for new ideas, inspiration, motivation, and candid conversations with agriculture teachers just like you. Let's Let's go. Hey guys, Sarah here, and if you are listening to this on January 27th, if you are listening to this on January 27th, I wanted to remind you that Virtual Coffee is on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you don't know what Virtual Coffee is, it is a way for you to connect with ag teachers across the nation monthly, every first Monday of the month. And this Virtual Coffee, we will have... Kendra Callahan from Illinois teaching about critical conversations. So the first 15 minutes, you're going to learn about how to have those conversations with your administration, with parents, with students that sometimes give you the heebie-jeebies. And the rest of Virtual Coffee 45 minutes is going to be taking questions from the floor Anything that you have that you think ag teachers could give you great advice, ideas, and inspiration, and we just share and pull each other up and, and you know, hang out with each other. So we can't wait to see you. You can find the Zoom link on the Green and Growing website. Let's talk about meetings. We are in a lot of meetings just today. I think I've had three (laughs) alone Um, from teachers meetings to faculty meetings to PLC meetings to uh, CDE meetings with your students. We have meetings all the time. And maybe you've been in some good ones that were run so smoothly. Maybe you've been in some that You're just like, that could have been better. And maybe you're at a place that you need to revamp the way that you run meetings. Well, friends, I'm here to share a strategy that I learned from Guide Culture about running effective meetings. And I have been using this strategy with the G&G team every Monday for the past four or five months. And it has been a game changer. And I'm going to tell you why in three simple steps. Consistency, decide, and tackles. So let's start first with consistency. It is important to be consistent with your meetings for multiple reasons. One reason is so your people know what to expect. FFA officer meetings for our chapter for the past five years have been Wednesday mornings at 7.30 in the morning, every Wednesday. Students know to not even ask if there's a meeting because there is one. It is Wednesday morning at 7.30 in the morning. Even during COVID, even during virtual, we hop up on Teams and we have a meeting. And that consistency just makes it easier on your brain to know this is coming and know that it's something that is important to you. 
That same goes for if you're leading a team, consistency is key. When you flip-flop around, it creates confusion and confused people just won't buy in as much as people who feel consistency. Consistency also relates to the way you set up your meeting. If you project something um, and your agenda is on a on a projected screen. Keep it the same every time. Little tweaks here and there are fine to refine your technique, but if you're changing all these different designs, one time you share a Word document, the next time it's a Google Sheet, the next time it's a slide, that's just going to create confusion and where to find those things. So consistency of what you share is important. One way that we do it here at GNG is we have a Google Drive that we share and our team meetings are all shared in the same folder. And the team knows that on Sunday, they will be able to find the team agenda completed for our upcoming meeting on Monday, and they are able to add anything they would like to the team agenda, and they know the um, procedure for that is just to highlight it so I know that it's not something I forgot that I wrote down. It's something they want to share with the group. Um, consistency is also how you run the meeting. Um, something we always start with at um, Green and Growing is starting with a win. It's a great way to just start off the meeting light and kind of check in with everyone how the meeting is going because you do care about the people that are in your meeting. I do the same for my CTAE department at school. Uh, and then we run through the next two that I'll talk to you about. And at the end, something we do is we rate the meeting. We rate the meeting out of five stars. Each person rates it and they they also say why. So just yes, just yesterday we had a meeting and Elsie um, rated our meeting a five, which doesn't happen often. I don't get fives often. Um, and she said it's because her brain hurts, but in a good way because we made so many decisions. And you know what? I gave myself a 4.87 because we ended three minutes late. Because consistency also relates to the time. You, as a leader, need to be respectful of the people's time that you are using up. If you say it's going to be an hour, it needs to be an hour. And you need to set that expectation up so that people can buy in. Again, with the consistency of dates, the time needs to be consistent too. So say this is 15 minutes, this is 30 minutes, and then own up to it when you don't follow through. There have been times that I've been late on my meetings and I own up as the leader that that was unacceptable and I'll do better next time. And that is a goal. That is your job as a leader to say that. So all things consistency, just brainstorm what things can you do about the meetings you're in charge of to create consistency. And I hear what you're saying. You're thinking in the FFA advisor realm, it's like officer meetings are run by the students. Yes, you are so right. FFA is a student-run organization. These are techniques you can teach your officers and empower your officers to take ownership over. And if you model the way, they will go the way. If you model the way, they will feel confident to go that way as well. And after time, giving grace, you will see them rise to those, rise to that consistency that you want them to have. The next thing is to have a part of your agenda where you just 
decide things. Now, if you've listened to another podcast of mine, I can't even remember which one it is. We talked about the word decide. Decide means to cut off all other options. Cut off all other options. So right now we're in FFA week planning zone, for example, and we just had to cut off all other options because right now COVID is crazy where we are and we're not going to take any chances on the safety and health of people. So we are doing our entire entire FFA week virtually. And we just cut off all of their options and decided at an officer meeting that that's it. That's the way it is. And we're going to move forward being creative in our virtual events. Decisions take a lot of brain power because when you're deciding something, you're really quickly in your brain weighing a lot of pros and cons. I mean, you do it at night when you think, okay, should I go to bed or should I watch one more episode? And your brain is actually, you know, it's thinking, okay, if I go to bed, I'll feel better in the morning. I won't need as much coffee, but I'm so into this. You know, it's making those decisions very quickly and When your brain's working, you're expending energy, and that's when sometimes at the end of the day, your brain is just dead. So making sure you're really um, intentional about those decisions, making them quick, but with sound decision making is important. Um, So that could be like, what kind of events are you doing? Um, What is the next FFA meeting? Uh, food item, what, who's the member of the month, all those things. Make sure there's a section where you decide everything at once because that is going to use up the most brain power. And when you're using up brain power, your students, your teachers, anybody you're working with is going to start losing interest. They're going to start losing interest because their brain is dead. <laughs> they're, they're trying to consume what you're saying and trying to focus, but just the way that physiology works, they're going to start, you know, losing some attention hands. So using just a short amount of time to decide and literally just hop through those things and decide those things will help you move those meeting forward. If you've ever been to a meeting where there's, you start and then by the end, you've accomplished nothing are the worst meetings, in my opinion. So making sure on your agenda, you can even, I'm looking at mine right now. I have a little table and it there's a whole section that says decide. And I have it um, cut up by task. We have G&G tasks. We have germinate tasks. We have virtual coffee tasks. And then just team tasks. And each of the decisions are underneath those headings. And we just go through it one by one by one. The first one was we need to talk about the playbook. Then we need to talk about 2021. And we just go through and we make a decision. And on the other side of that task, I have a whatever the result was. So everyone can see the result. For example, um, We gave ownership to Kendra to take over a master contact list. So we have all the speakers' contacts in one place and find them easier next time we have a Germinate event. So being able to decide in a short amount of time and make sure everyone knows what those decisions are and who is taking ownership over them is a game changer. The next thing, the last thing that I want to share with you are tackles. Okay? The Super Bowl is a week away. Tackles. Is when one person attacks something and like takes it to the ground and finishes the drill, right? So each person 
in your group should have a tackle. Okay, let's use FFA officers for example. Um, your president, their tackle every week or every month might be making the agenda for the next meeting. The tackle for your reporter might be posting a meeting reminder on social media. Your treasurer's tackle might be getting the balance and sharing it at the next officer meeting. Everyone's going to have tackles that they do consistently. It's something they do all the time. Um, when you talk about those tackles, have those people rank themselves. We do it with a five-star system because it makes sense with our rate the meeting. And we just go down the list. So, for example, um, I am... Mine is like executive tasks. What are the executive tasks I'm in charge of for G&G? And I gave myself a four this week because I knew from the data of Germany I needed to fix something when it came to certificates. And I want to make sure that all of our attendees get the PD points, the, uh, PD points, PD um, uh, hours that they need. And I needed to get that ASAP. So I gave myself a four. And having your... The people that you are leading evaluate themselves. One, it's another way to remind them of what they're doing, what they are in charge of. They're in charge of creating that meeting agenda. They're in charge of posting on on Instagram or the Facebook or whatever, creating a video. And they are owning up to it as leaders themselves. They're saying, hey, guys, I dropped the ball on this. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to rank myself lower. And it's not a gotcha, oh man, you ranked yourself as a four. That stinks. It's not like that at all. It's a way that we can help encourage each other and the way that we can push each other and the way that we can support each other. So now I have a list of the things that have been maybe stressing people out or there's even been times that People have ranked themselves lower and we've been able to reallocate our time and our jobs to better suit people's strengths. And you might see that on your officer team. You have somebody who's really, really struggling with this one task and another student is able to say, hey, I can help you with that. And, you know, it's just a way to really show the kids that they have ownership or even teachers, anybody, they have ownership over that and you're a team that's going to help each other out through those tackles. So in review for your meetings, make sure you're being consistent. And whatever consistent means to you and what consistent means to your people, these things may change. You might start this tomorrow and be like, okay, we're going to try something new. Get feedback from your people because if they're not jiving with it, obviously it's not going to work. We have changed our our agenda and tweaked it here and there over the past couple months to make it fit best for our team. And it has made us a stronger team each time we do it. So remember to be consistent. Remember to have a section to make decisions. Don't make the mistake of having a meeting just to have a meeting. Have If you're going to have a meeting with a team and you are you are using their time, which is very valuable time, make sure you're using it to decide things that the team needs to decide together. There are probably some things you can decide on your own 
as a leader that you don't need other people's decision. Don't take those to the to the meeting. Take things that you need those experts to to weigh in on, um, and then they'll realize that their opinion is so valued because you take the intentional time to ask them their opinion on those decisions. And last is make sure that everyone on your team has a tackle and keep them accountable for those tackles and not accountable, again, to be a got you. Accountable so you can help them reach those goals, so you can help them you know, push them and pull for them and help everyone reach their best ability as a part of their team. I hope that these three little techniques to help increase your meetings and helping them work a little bit better for you and better for your team will just make your day a little bit better the next time you sit in a meeting because you're a leader and you can run them so well.